If you own a home, an investment property, or if you're looking to become a homeowner in the Las Vegas area, don't change the station. Because it's time for the most comprehensive, informative, and interactive mortgage and real estate show in Nevada. Rent it, buy it, revive it. Brought to you by Residential Bank Corp. Your first and only choice when looking for home financing. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time. Here's the host, producer, and senior loan officer at Residential Bank Corp. Brian Feldman. All right. Wow, here we finally go on a Friday night in Las Vegas. It is time for Rent It, Buy It, Refi It, just after 6 o'clock. And I am Brian Feldman, host of the show. We are brought to you by Residential Bank Corp, funding America one neighborhood at a time with integrity, experience, and quality customer service. Um, and it, you can catch us right here on KSHP 1400 AM every Friday night at 6. Uh, we are also streaming live on the KSHP website. That's KSHP.com. Then just click listen live and you'll be on board. You can also watch the show on Facebook and on YouTube. And then after the show, the podcast is available on my Residential Bank Corp Facebook page and our website as well. Quickly, a little about me. Um, I am a former host of the radio shopping show here on KSHP, and I've been hosting another sports talk show on Sunday mornings at 8 for going on 10 years now. Um, it's on a station just barely down the dial. I can't give out the call letters as that would be considered a conflict of interest, but what I can say is on that station you can hear all the Vegas Golden Knights games. Talk about that at a different time. Um, again, you know, kind of like a Fox. And I can say that now because Mark's out of town, so I won't get in as much trouble today. But, you know, that being said, my profession, you know, the job that pays the bills and puts food on the table, I am with the Louis Galindo team at the best mortgage lender in Las Vegas, Residential Bank Corp. And tonight, joining me via StreamYard and on the KSHB Residential Bank Corp studio line is Craig T. Berry, branch manager of Acopia Home Loans based out of Woodstock, Georgia. Greg has been on the show a number of times and has been a mortgage banking expert since 1999. It's longer than me for sure. Craig has helped thousands achieve their goals of home ownership and thousands more refinance their current homes. Craig is a writer, editor, and blogger on a variety of industry topics, including home buying, selling, refinancing, and mortgage banking. Craig works, uh, Craig's work, I should say, has been published across a wide range of media, including one of my main sources for information, the mortgage reports. And tonight, we will be discussing the status of the mortgage industry among the topics something everyone is interested in, rising interest rate, and Craig's most recent article in the Mortgage Reports, How to Deal with an Appraisal Gap as a Home Buyer. If you don't know what an appraisal gap is, you should, and you will if you stick and stay for the next 50 minutes. A little later in the show, it's the CEO Corner with Residential Bank Corp. Chief Executive Officer Corey Wood. Corey will be joining to give us his weekly State of the Mortgage Industry address tonight, Corey will also be talking about interest rates and the way they're moving. We all know that. And about the direction of home values. And I am almost positive you will be surprised at what he has to say tonight. Also a big part of the show behind the scenes is UNLV graduate turned radio personality and our social media director, Spencer the Wiz Ostrovsky. 
Uh, yeah, Spencer has his own theme music. Trust me, he has earned it. Spence, you deserve it. I don't deserve mine. That's why you have it and I don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, Spencer will also uh, be able to take your calls and questions, and he'll also be fielding your questions on Facebook and Twitter and making sure the video portion of the show is on point, which you can see right now. You can see me, so it is. Again, the show is live and interactive, so that does mean your messages, calls, and questions are welcome. You can reach out to Spencer on the question forum or give us a call. The KSHP Residential Bank Corp. studio line is 702-221-7283. And do me a favor, if you like the show, tell your friends if you don't like the show tell your friends anyways i mean you can help make their home ownership dreams a reality simply by listening because we've got the goods right here every friday night to help them do just that and okay uh let's get things started with the man of the hour craig t berry hold on a second let's get his applause All right, the social distancing audience uh, still doing their part. And you know what? I decided, forget it, Craig. We're not going to do a show tonight. Nah. You know, you know, it's April Fool's Day, for God's sakes. I had to get one in. Happy April That's Fool's, right. everyone. We are doing a show tonight, whether you like it or not. And I think you're going to like it a great deal. Craig, uh, welcome. Man, brother, it's been a while since we've had a chance to, uh, to, to, to talk. I know you've had a lot going on. You had some surgery. I'm going to do everything in my power to get you to come over to the light side, which is Residential Bank Corp. I'm never going to stop doing that, as you know. <laughs> hey, we would love to have you. But in all seriousness, man, it's great to see you. How are you feeling? I know you just took a vacation recently i think cancun uh cabo cabo that's right cabo yeah yeah um good man um i yeah, I'm, i've had it with the uh the these surgeries you know i was calling them procedures and um, you got out I of realized, denial huh <laughs> I, I realized uh, they're not procedures they're surgeries uh, but uh but yeah hopefully it's behind me and um I, i'm definitely doing a lot better than what i was just a couple months ago so moving moving forward i know it's tough man especially getting uh you know anything with you know what people don't realize your arm your elbow and that that area shoulder i mean it affects everything you do and it's really debilitating i know dislocating my shoulder a couple times years and years ago um I remember getting out of bed was absolutely a, an experience. It was a chore. And, I, and sometimes I needed someone to help me. And that was from a dislocated shoulder. I can't imagine what you went through with your surgeries and stuff, man. It had to be tough. Yeah, it is definitely a, uh, a learning experience about just how many things. It's like, you know, as a kid, it's like, what is that, like nursery or whatever? The knee bones connected to you yeah. and all that. Like, you really do get a feel for it. Like, just everything. Like, typing an email. You you engage your shoulder. Like, I mean everything. So yeah, it's been a uh, it's been something. So now you're saying you can type emails using a pencil and put it in your mouth and going like kind of like a duck motion, uh, right? I, I like chicken peck. Yeah, I noticed because when I would email you, it took like a, like an hour and a half to get back to me, and you're like, this time it's not because I'm busy; it's because I can't move my hand. But in all seriousness, it's great to have you back. I'm I'm really glad you're back in the game, and of course, you come back after Cabo, all this surgeries and uh, procedures, and. Uh, Interest rates have uh, kind of gone um, 
north in a hurry, and a lot of things have changed. One thing that hasn't changed is the housing markets in general are still doing well. We'll talk more about that later on with Corey Wood. But your take, you know, because we've been through this before. You, this, this isn't our first rodeo with interest, the fluctuation of interest rates and interest rates going up. You know, believe it or not, when I first got in the business, and I got a feeling when Craig first got in the business since it's before me, a lot of people would have loved an interest rate at five and a half. But being that we are very spoiled right now, five and a half, you might as well say, hey, you want to climb up Mount Everest tomorrow? Yeah, you would think that um, you would literally think that the world is coming to an end uh, just because of how people have gotten, I mean, dare I say, spoiled, you know, by these great rates. And uh, maybe they thought they were going to be around forever. Um, but to your point, like, you know, whenever you got in the business, when I got in the business and, and God forbid we go back as far as, you know, the old uh, Jimmy Carter administration, things like that. I mean, these rates, these rates are really, really low, historically speaking. Yeah, they are, and you know, like I said, convincing somebody that's uh, uh, maybe a little bit younger hasn't isn't acquainted with the business that becomes a little bit of a challenge. And uh, Corey's going to really delve into that later on because you know a lot of times when people come in, Craig, what they're talking to us is they say, "What's your rate?" What they really mean is, "What is our payment going to be?" And to get people to understand that rates we can make a really pretty rate can we still get a rate in in the fours you know we can do you want to go with a a 15 year 10 year fixed mortgage let me know because we can take a look at that but your payment is going to probably you're going to look at it and go like wow that's still higher than my 36 month pay, or my my uh 360 month payment at uh at, you know at, at a 5.5 and i'm like yeah that's because the amortization schedule is uh you know is is a little bit uh you know is, is deceiving when you think of the amount of time that you're going to be financing the home for. So again, it's more about payment. And, you know, again, that's something that we have to educate our clientele on that what they're looking for isn't necessarily an interest rate. It's a payment. Like I said, Corey will elaborate on that at the last half hour. But Craig, what's your experience and what do you say to people out there? Because I know me and you talk, we, we've talked on a regular basis over the last couple of years and we both run into this all the time. So tell them what you say when someone comes in and says, Craig, so what's your rate? <laughs> you know, it, get me it, off the it, screen, Spencer. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of like a um, it's a it's a trick question. Um, it, it really is, and 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 it depends. It really depends on the person I'm talking to. What I try to do personally is I try to get a feel for who it is. Like if, if I'm talking to one of my engineers or one of my accountants, I'm going to answer that question a lot differently than I am at somebody who isn't as um, analytically inclined. And, uh, and isn't just all numbers. But when somebody asks me, like, if they just try to pin me on it, uh, I just I let them know that whatever interest rates that they are seeing. And, and right now it's interesting. I don't know about you, Brian, but uh, rates are all over the place as far as what you see advertised uh, more than I think I've seen in a long time. And, and there's reasons for that. And I could get into that. But basically, when somebody asks me, um, I just tell them whatever you see out there. Like whatever it is, just know that I can offer the same thing. It just depends on whether or not you actually want to pay to get that rate. And so that's usually how I'll just I'll, I'll throw it out there. But, you know, because it, you, you can't just give an interest rate because, God forbid, if you quote something today, it's going to be different tomorrow anyway. 
Not 100%. And, you know, my answer to that question, because I'll answer the same question, when someone comes into my office and asks me, what is the rate? I say, do you mind? I I don't mind going there, and I'll give you a rate, but can we talk about what you're looking for? What are you looking to accomplish? I mean, what is your main goal? And, um, you know, and, and, and they'll usually eventually get around to letting you know that how much is my mortgage payment going to be? And I'm like, ah, there we go. So we'll talk, right? Let's talk about mortgage payments and what you're looking for. And, and I really think, you know, and it's not a diversionary tack to people. It's really what you want to know, because at the end of the day, you don't really care what your rate is. You care what your payment is and how that's going to be structured and how that's going to look and what the amortization schedule over 30 years is going to look like. And maybe when can I refinance? Those are really the questions when, when you get through it. But people are taught when you walk in, rate, rate, rate. And and we'll work on that. And it's not something that we're going to shy away from. Again, rates are still historically low. And the bottom line is we still have a tremendous housing market out there, Craig. And that's something that I think people don't realize that this market housing is not declining. Inflation happens. And interest rates are a direct reflection of inflation. Heck, they've been low for almost too long. And if it wasn't for that pandemic, we would have probably experienced this a long time ago, right? Oh, most definitely. The pandemic really threw a curveball at the market. And and what a lot of people weren't expecting is the curveball that we received with lower rates. So, yeah, absolutely. It would have, they would have already been going up. So, again, I think people got a little bit spoiled, um, ironically, with a pandemic and, and the outcome as far as the rates go. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it was time. You know, it was it was time for things to actually get, um, dare I say, uh, you know, a little bit more back to normal when it comes to this this housing market, and that includes the mortgage rates as well. Yeah, no question about it. Well, Craig, before break, and we're going to talk about this and expand on a, a late after the break as well. But you know, one of the your article, which uh, you know I didn't see, and I'm always reading the mortgage reports, but I got a chance to read it today. Great article. If you haven't seen it, you can go to themortgagereports.com. Uh, Craig Berry's a regular contributor as well as several other national publications. He. Just just has his finger on the trigger. And, you know, I befriended Craig, not because I like him, because I want information from him all the time. <laughs> I love the guy, and, and, and there's a reason for it. Guy, not, not just is, is Craig so knowledgeable in this business, but he is able to accentuate that to his clientele and explain to them in layman's terms what this is. And, and, what this, and that's the most important thing, is helping people to understand why things they are the way they are and really what they're looking for. And the article's entitled, How to Deal with an Appraisal Gap as a home buyer. And when I first th- saw the, the, the title, Craig, I got to tell you, I sat back from my, wait a minute, appraisal gap. I mean, because right now values are great. And usually you see an appraisal gap when an appraisal comes in under value. That was always my understanding of an appraisal gap. But yet appraisals aren't, it's not that they're coming in under value, under what the home is worth. It's that the, the, the seller and the seller's agent want more money than what the home is worth. So the appraisal gap is because the appraisal comes in at the value everyone's probably expecting, but it's a gap because of the fact that the asking price, maybe even the list price, is above the appraised value. And that is an issue. Craig, talk about appraisal gaps and about this article, because I really think everyone that's in the market for buying a home, or especially selling a home right now in the near future, you should go to the mortgage reports and check out Craig's story, but he's going to talk about it right now. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, I mean, you, what you said really was spot on. And I think that it's that way for a lot of people as far as um, I mean, imagine people who aren't in the business, uh, unlike yourself and, and like myself. What is an appraisal gap? I mean, and what, how you described it as far as like 
conventionally or traditionally, that's exactly what it would be, is that home values just are low in general. But in this market, it is just insane. Every home that comes on the market, or, or, or it seems like almost every home, is getting into these bidding wars with these multiple offers. So what you have is you have buyers coming in and saying, well, then I'll pay more. And so they offer over the list price. Well, there's a reason why that home was priced at the price it was. And that's typically because a good realtor is going to come in and they're going to do what's called a CMA, um, which is essentially just figuring out what homes around you that are comparable to yours have sold for. And the the point of all that is uh, they put a lot of, uh, of time and energy into pricing that home properly. And the reason why that's so significant is unless you're paying cash for the home, as you know, Brian, uh, we lenders, we're going to make you get an appraisal. And that appraisal has to be at the contract price or above. So now when you take that into this multiple offer situation, and let's just say that you've got a $400,000 house and people are coming in and there's a bidding war. And so the, the person who wins it, the buyers that win it, uh, you know, let's just say that it's 450, but the house appraises for 425. And that's, you know, hopefully it appraised for 425 because remember it was probably priced at 400 for a reason, mm-hmm. but let's just say it's 425. Well, now there's a gap. There's an appraisal gap of the 450 and the 425 and, and therein lies, you know, the the rest of the uh, the article as far as you know why it's important to have a clause, both for buyers, but also as you just mentioned, Brian, for sellers as well. It's very very important because it doesn't matter if you come in and you and you you can bet a hundred thousand dollars over list price, and then the home doesn't appraise. Well, now as a seller, the seller has lost a lot of time and money. Uh, if that home doesn't appraise and, or let's just say the buyer doesn't have the means to make up the difference. So there's, there's a good opportunity or possibility, I should say that the seller is actually going to get shorted and a buyer is going to have to start over with another home. So hence the appraisal gap clause that protects both of them. And it just basically just specifically defines what it is that the buyer is willing to do. So that way that the seller, as they're looking through the offers, they can figure out which one is going to be the the best offer. And the best offer isn't necessarily going to be the highest uh, offer. It's going to be the one that can cover the gap. And, you know, there's other nuances and whatnot, as you know. But um, but that's that's the gist of it. Craig, excellent. And like I said, I got all of that from the article today. I understood appraisal gaps. And again, you should have something about that. As you mentioned, you need that on the contract. But Corey Wood has come up with a program that I think you'll really like. We'll talk about this at another time. And um, I can never give too much information about it. But how cool would it be if both sides knew the appraisal right off the get-go? Knew what the value, the exact, how, how valuable do you think that would be, Craig? Oh, my goodness. It, it would be it be invaluable and, and, and think about <laughs> think about I think it would also like for agents uh, they probably I think it would be bittersweet for agents don't you think bittersweet because I mean that, I, yeah, 100% yeah. I know right where you're going because yeah exactly mm-hmm. right as a listing agent it's like you know 
how do you advise your client when you, you're staring at the appraised value? You know what it's going to appraise because you got the appraisal up front. We actually have something in in in, uh, in line with that, and Corey will talk a little bit about more of that. I'm never going to say too much because I say too much as it is. I'll let Corey because he'll say just enough. But we have an unbelievable program that Corey rolled out on the last show. I'm already all wrapped up in it right now. I think it's incredible, and it's about exactly what I talked about. We've got a lot more to talk about. We're going to talk about this this market. We're also going to po- talk about your market down south, down there in Atlanta, and how everything's going for you. Corey's going to talk about this market. And the really cool thing, on the other side of the break, we are going to talk about, uh, with Corey, we're going to talk about the housing market and prices of housing and the values, market values of houses, and where that's going. And like I said, I think all of you out there will be interested in hearing this, because I'll bet many of you are probably thinking the way common sense would say to think, based on things that have happened in the past. You're going to be wrong. I'll tell you right now. So that might give you a clue. Now, before we take a break, real quickly, I want to bring in my friend. He just stepped into the studio. He does a show here every weekday. Brian Shapiro, if you haven't heard him, you need to listen to the show. It's not meant to be comedy in any way, shape, or form, but a lot of times you will enjoy the hell out of it and you'll find yourself laughing like I do a great deal of time. So, Brian, come in. Please talk about your show. You've been doing this here now for about a month. Um, It is on every day, Monday through Friday. I'm usually working, but I'll slip it on on my computer in the background (laughs) because i got to hear it. So, (laughs) Well, I definitely have a lot of fun, that's for sure. Uh, Thanks, Brian. Yeah, it's called Pushing the Limits. It's uh, noon to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Have a lot of Fun. We talk a little bit about everything. Uh, politics, uh, entertainment, news, you name it, sports. Today we had uh, somebody from the BBC joining me uh, talking about the situation in the Ukraine. Mm. And then the next segment I had uh, Brian Salmon from Channel 3 Sports in studio. We're talking a little nights, talking about the Will Smith. I actually had a psychologist on the other day. I need one of those, by the way. Uh, she was trying to get in the head and giving me her professional opinion on Will Smith and the, and the slap. Uh, the famous slap. So, you know, I mix it up here, try to have fun, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, of course. There's times I, I am like adamantly agreeing with them and times I'm disagreeing with Brian listening to the show. I don't call and get involved. The one thing I will tell you, if you listen to the show, just make sure if you call Brian, the point that you're going to make, you know what you're talking about. Because if you don't, he <laughs> is going to for sure let you know that you do Well, don't. it's funny you say that because tomorrow I am a moderator of a gubernatorial yeah. de- uh, Republican debate. So uh, if I don't show up on Monday, I might be in the ICU somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I really have no idea how this is going to go tomorrow. I think they made a big mistake by asking me to be the moderator because I told them, I said, I'm not just going to let people say things that are not true. They said, hey, Brian, you're the moderator. Nobody can argue with you. I said, all right, I better bring like my boxing gloves with me. I don't know. But might want to wear you might want to wear a motorcycle helmet or something. Just yeah, or maybe a bulletproof vest or yeah, something. something. I don't know, because a lot of these Republicans are carrying guns. So I don't know. I better be careful. You can hear them right here <laughs> on KSHP Radio, 1400 AM, every weekday, Monday through Friday, 12 to noon, um, pushing the limits. And boy, does he ever. Brian, I appreciate our friendship, and I love listening to you. I appreciate you as well. You're a great friend. Keep up the great work. You do a great show. I appreciate you, Brian. Once again, Brian Shapiro, again, hear him every day, weekday, Monday through Friday, 12 to 2, pushing the limits right here on KSHP. You can also catch him online as well at KSHP.com. Just like the show, you go click Listen Live, and you will be on board. Coming back on the other side is Corey Wood with the CEO Corner, and he is going to be talking about the condition of the housing market and where it's Stick around. We'll be right back.
Kickers Gaming and Sports Bar is a new standalone sports bar and gaming facility in downtown Las Vegas. Located just down the road from Cashman Field at 931 North Las Vegas Boulevard, Kickers is the perfect place to watch and hear all your favorite games and sporting events. A unique and intimate atmosphere that includes 17 big screens and 15 gaming machines. Kickers caters to hockey fans with a center ice package. And when our Vegas hockey team is playing, enjoy $2 shots throughout the game and free shots every time they score. For football season, Kickers has the NFL ticket and is a Green Bay Packers bar. During every pack game kickers gives away jerseys and raffles off packers gear kickers is also the place to go for ufc fights and pay-per-view events because they show them all and kickers pays it forward like no other establishment in las vegas welcoming first responders and frontline workers with 50 percent off their tab all day every day follow kickers on social media to stay informed about all their events viewing parties and happenings one visit and you'll become a regular check it out today kickers gaming and sports bar downtown las vegas at 931 north las vegas boulevard Hey, if you own or plan to own a home, listen up. I'm Brian Feldman, host of Rent It, Buy It, Refi It, and today I'm talking Residential Bank Corp, a mortgage company with licensed pros taught to treat every client exactly as they would want to be treated. At Residential Bank Corp, they offer a wide variety of mortgage programs and a speedy process. From the time your application is taken until your loan funds, your loan officer will keep you informed throughout the entire process, and that process can take as little as two weeks. At Residential Bank Corp, we offer the standard conventional FHA and VA. We have down payment assistance, homes for heroes, teachers' grants, self-employment, foreign nationals, and pretty much every mortgage program offered in the state. When I'm not on the radio, I'm a licensed loan officer at Residential Bank Corp, and I'd love to meet you. The office is located in Las Vegas at 3068 East Sunset between Eastern and Pecos. Come on in and let's get you approved today. Residential Bank Corp, funding America, one neighborhood at a time. Brian Feldman, NMLS 116-2258. Louis Galindo, NMLS 145-5715. Branch NMLS 120-894. Corporate NMLS 210-853. Equal housing lender. Best of Las Vegas winners each of the last two years. Glazed Donuts is a family business. Taste the passion and quality in each delectable handmade donut. Experience amazing fresh donuts at Glazed Donuts. Located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. Hey, if you own or plan to own a home, listen up. I'm Brian Feldman, host of Rent It, Buy It, Refi It, and today I'm talking Residential Bank Corp., a mortgage company with licensed pros taught to treat every client exactly as they would want to be treated. At Residential Bank Corp., they offer a wide variety of mortgage programs and a speedy process. From the time your application is taken until your loan funds, your loan officer will keep you informed throughout the entire process, and that process can take as little as two weeks. At Residential Bank Corp., we offer the standard conventional FHA and VA. We have down payment assistance, homes for heroes, teachers' grants, self Employed foreign nationals and pretty much every mortgage program offered in the state. When I'm not on the radio, I'm a licensed loan officer at Residential Bank Corp, and I'd love to meet you. The office is located in Las Vegas at 3068 East Sunset between Eastern and Pecos. Come on in and let's get you approved today. Residential Bank Corp, funding America one neighborhood at a time. Brian Feldman, NMLS 116-2258. Louis Galindo, NMLS 145-5715. Branch NMLS 120-894. Corporate NMLS 210-853. Equal housing lender. 
Experience the Artisan Hotel's theme suites, restaurant, bar, pool, and complimentary valet. During the week, the Artisan is a quiet Las Vegas retreat that's great for travelers and locals. The weekend is all about nonstop partying and the award-winning Artisan nightlife. All rooms include free gym access and Wi-Fi. The Artisan Hotel is centrally located between the Strip and downtown Las Vegas. Book your stay at artisanhotel.com. The Artisan Hotel, your unique Las Vegas boutique hotel. To get the inside scoop, updates on interest rates, home financing programs, industry secrets and projections you can't get anywhere but right here on Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. That's right. It's time for the CEO Corner with Residential Bancorp Chief Executive Officer Corey Wood with this week's State of the Mortgage Industry Address. Now, he. Corey. Time again, the CEO Corner. You are listening to Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. Every Friday, 6 to 7 o'clock, KSHP, 1400 AM, www.kshp.com. Click Listen Live and you'll be on board. We are joined now by Residential Bank Corp. Chief Executive Officer for the CEO Corner. That is Corey Wood. How you doing, Corey? Hey, Brian, I'm doing wonderful for a Friday night on your show. I appreciate you being here, and uh, good thing you're, you're, on, you're on with us on streaming. You didn't drive from our office to here. Nobody told me Jones was down to one lane. I think I left it plenty of time. I'm going to take it easy, go in there. I'll get there. I'll do a little show prep. I got here, and poor Justin, uh, regular producer at KSHB, is pushing all the buttons, playing commercials, and uh, you know, sometimes it just, I think there's a song that says, sometimes it bees like that, and that, I guess that's the case there. But, Corey, uh, sometimes we don't fully understand the market, the interest rates, why they do what they do. I think in the business we do, we've been, that's those of us that have been in a long time, but the, the, the general population doesn't know. And there's guys out there like Craig Berry who explains everything to them in layman's terms, knows this business as good as anybody else, and a guy that you should read his articles because you'll learn about the mortgage game. But, Corey, the, right now the biggest misconception, I think, is the housing market and the direction it's heading. And I'll bet from the callers, and I, and I apologize, I haven't taken any questions, and I apologize today. I will try to get to a few of them because Spencer's been loading me up with them. But, but the thing is, is Corey, why would people probably be mistaken? Because we know if you ask somebody, so where do you think the housing market? What's going to happen to housing prices with the interest rates going high? What is the person going to say? Well, you know, Brian, um, I've been in the industry for thirty years, and every time we've had our interest rate rise, uh, we see property values either stabilize or you know drop. This instance is completely different. Um, in this instance, with inflation, with demand, you have everybody that's moving from California to Nevada, to Arizona, to all of these emerging markets, I would call them. Um, and they're, they're much more affordable than where they're moving from. You know, we're not seeing property values drop. Um, there's still such a demand, and I think there's going to be a continue to be a demand. The builders see it. The builders are building, can't build homes fast enough. And every builder that releases a new phase, they're releasing them at a new higher price, which is now pushing your resales up as well. So it, normally in a normal market, you'll see interest rates go up and you'll see property values go down. This time, that's not going to happen. I think, you know, we're in this market. I think rates are still going to continue to go up because if you go back four months ago, four 
five months ago, we were selling rates in the twos. Now we're up into the fives. So, you know, it, it's you guys brought up a really good, you know, scenario. If somebody comes into your office, they haven't found a home yet. What, what are interest rates? Well, I can quote you a rate today, but that doesn't mean the rates are going to be there, you know, in a week. They may go up. So, you know, when we're talking to consumers, we're telling them what their payments are. We are telling them what their rates are. And we're, we're giving them like a perspective. If, you know, if your rate is here, here's your payment. If the rates go up, here's where your payment's going to be. And, you know, we're not, and what we're hearing from our secondary marketing departments, the traders we deal with is rates are going to continue to go up. We may see them go, move into the sixes, you know, this summer. So I, I tell everybody, you know, if, it's affordable to you. There are programs out there that can get your payments down, like our, you know, our payment reduction program. Um, you know, don't be as concerned with the rates as you are the payment, especially if you're renting, because renters know and they're starting to see this. You know, every year landlords are increasing their payments because their mortgage payments are going, or their mortgage payments are going up, home prices are going up, and they're just raising those. So if you can lock a loan in on a 30-year fixed term. You know, you know what your payment's going to be for the next 30 years versus renting right now. Renting, you know, they're just raising raising them every single year. And I hear it from consumers. They're frustrated. But I think the best thing for anybody is to get into the home buying market now. Corey, I, I couldn't have said it better. Obviously, I couldn't have. But, you know, the point is, again, even with rental, with, with renting going up, you might say, well, God, I, I looked at a mortgage on this house I want to get, and my rental payment's $150 cheaper. And, and I, I, I use that as an example, and I know I have a listener out there right now because I told the person to listen today that was just in my office the other day with that exact scenario. And we are he is going to look into uh, to buying a home because, like I said, maybe $150 more. But does, does your rental property make money while you sleep? While you're at work, is your rental property working for you? Or is it pulling and tugging against you? And, and a lot of times, I say pulling and tugging against you. It's not that it's drawing you backwards, but you're not getting anywhere. I always use I used the example earlier this week when I talked to the person who's listening now, and I'm not even going to mention your first name because we'll keep it candid. But I said, you know, it's like you're running to get somewhere, but you might as well be running on a, on a stair stepper because you're not getting anywhere. You're running in place. You're not moving anywhere. It's almost like being caught in a very slow quicksand. You're running, but it's doing nothing for your life, the value of it, other than, yes, you've got a secure roof over your head. But even paying a little more in a mortgage payment is so much more beneficial, and especially based on what you just said, Corey, with property values continuing to increase, that home is going to re- is going to get and retain equity, which is something your rental property is also doing, but not for you, for someone else, right? Absolutely, Brian. And, you know, you, you might be paying a little bit more for your mortgage today, but are you going to be paying more in two or three years when your your rent payments go up, uh, when that landlord increases those payments? You won't be when you have a 30-year fix because what we're doing is 30-year fixed programs. Um, you know, we've got the one 30-year fixed program that we rolled out a few weeks ago. It's that payment reduction program where we subsidize the payments for the first two years. And, you know, rates will eventually come back down. Uh, you know, historically they have. We've, you know, got the charts and we've shown our list those charts and, and we show everybody what historically it's done and you know we're anticipating over the next couple of years rates will go up and then they'll come back down and you know then you're eligible to refinance at that time to a lower rate 
One of my current clients just ch- just actually texted me personally, and I'm sorry for all the, the messages that, or the questions that came before his, but I'm going to answer George's question first. George is asking me about the down payment assistance programs because when George first came in looking to potentially purchase a home, he told me he was interested in down payment assistance, but he wasn't ready right at that moment. That was a couple of months ago when we had a plethora of down payment assistance programs. There is good news, George, and I'm going to let Corey tell you that right now, uh, most of them are gone. Uh, you know, we've got a few for her stuff. If you're a first-time home buyer, depending on what your income is, we have an unbelievable down payment assistant program for you. But right now, they're getting a little bit more rare. I'm not going to say obsolete because Corey's going to tell you why they're not obsolete. But right now, you're probably not going to see a lot of them out there no matter where you go, George. And Corey's going to explain that to you right now if you don't mind, Corey. Yeah, so the down payment assistance program, the way it works is you have a rate and it's using a premium that they basically make on the securitization market. Now, those premiums have been squeezed over the last few months with this rate rate increase. Now, once rates stabilize or stay within a certain range for, let's say, a period of two, three months, those premiums will come back. And when they come back, then they'll be able to roll those out. Now, rates will obviously be higher on those programs, but they'll be offering you know your 3 and 4% down payment assistance programs right now. Uh, a lot of those high down payment assistances have, you know, not become obsolete, but they're just not available right now. But they will come back. It's just a matter of the market stabilizing. The market doesn't have to go back down. It just needs to stabilize within a certain range for those programs to come back out. And you expect that to happen at some point? Yeah, we'll see stabilization. Uh, you know, you know, we may we may get into the high fives, low sixes, and rates will stay there for a period of time. And you know, once the market is comfortable that that's where the range is going to be, you'll see those programs pop right back up. Just keep calling us anytime. You call me personally anytime. Give us a call, and uh, we'll let you know where were those at. But there are other programs that we have that might help you out as well. And it's just a matter of coming in, talking to a loan officer, and seeing what we can do for you. And before I bring Craig back and let you go, Corey. Craig Craig had that article, I'm sure you heard us on the air, about how to deal with an appraisal gap as a home buyer. Like I said, it's unusual to be talking about appraisal gaps right now because, again, that's usually when appraisals are coming in under value. They're coming in at value. It's just the problem is price. the, buy, the sellers want overvalue for their houses, and that's where the gap comes in. But, Craig, as I mentioned to you, um, Corey has a program that we rolled out last week that we'll talk to you about, and I'll talk to you about off-air as well. It is truly amazing. I've been working on it for one week now. I've already got an appraisal ordered, and I haven't talked to enough uh, realtors yet. But uh, talk about the program real quick, Corey. Well, the program, it's a great program for realtors. It's a great program for sellers and buyers because what we're basically doing is the Fannie Mae Early Appraisal Program. So the moment uh, the listing agent gets the um, seller to sign the listing agreement, that appraisal is ordered that moment. So while those offers are coming in, the appraisal is being done, appraisal is completed. We basically have it at the time, you know, the seller's looking at the offers uh, and they're able to make their decision and the borrowers are able to look at it and say, yes, I have a enough money to make that appraisal gap because let's say let's say they're selling it for 500 and the appraisal comes in at 500 yet they're bidding at 510 well the borrower has to come in with that $10,000 above and beyond what their down payment would have been so let's say their down payment was you know, $20,000 now the borrower needs $30,000 to bring in that difference so there are no more appraisal contingencies with this program you know the sellers love it because they know going into it they know they have a qualified buyer and once we have a qualified buyer you know we're 
closing those loans in 20 days. We've got our 20-day guarantee appraisal. We have our 20-day guarantee close on that because we've already got that appraisal in and we're done. So that program is going to change the way we're doing business. And I think a lot of people are doing business here in this Las Vegas Valley. If the bottom line is, did you hear no appraisal contingency? If you're a realtor out there and that doesn't get you excited, well, you probably have the personality of a milk dud. I'm just saying. And uh, and and again, no, 20 day guaranteed close. I want someone to string that together for me. Again, Fannie Mae product. I'll be glad to tell you all about it. Give me a call. Come on into the office. And again, if you're a loan officer out there, which again. Um, uh, not as many as last week because we didn't spend as much time talking about it, but we're getting a few. Give me a call, man. We are looking for good loan officers always. Office, loan officers like branch manager Craig T. Berry. <laughs> well, well, hey, uh, and I'll throw this out to Craig. We're always looking for great, great loan officers and great branch managers. So, you know, if you're ever in town, uh, Craig, we'd love to sit down with you and talk to you. Look at that right on the air. How do you like that? That is Corey Wood, and that's one hell of a proposal, Craig. As good of a guy as you're going to admit. Corey, we appreciate you. Enjoy your Friday night. We'll, we'll send you off with the CEO corner and bring back Craig back on for the last 10, 10 minutes so we can talk about the markets here and there. You've been listening to the CEO Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Residential Bank Corp's Chief Executive Officer, Corey Wood. Thanks, Corey. See you next week, my friend. Thank you, Brian. It's always a pleasure being on your show. You guys have a great weekend. That is Corey Wood, the CEO, Chief Executive Officer, and it's his show. I just get to facilitate it, and it is an honor to do that, honestly, that uh, that I get to do this and have him on the show every week. Craig, I'm going to bring you back in now. we got about uh, uh, we got still got about eight, nine minutes left, and I want to wrap the show up with you talking about your market. You heard Corey, so I guess you're going to have to come in and at least go to dinner with us, right? Uh-oh. Hold on, where's Craig? What, what happened? The girl oh. and I have uh, we, we've started a little Vegas fund. So that, that way we don't feel as guilty about losing all of our money when we come to Vegas. But we're going we're gonna to be definitely coming through to see you. And, uh, of course, I would sit down and talk to Corey as well. Uh, you should. I, in, all, in all seriousness, Corey's off the show now. So, you know, just, Craig, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be astonished. You really will. His knowledge and stuff like that, I mean, I would say it rivals yours. It might be more extensive. I mean, the guy just has a wealth of knowledge. I've never met anyone in my days, and I've been doing this since 2002, that has his finger more on the pulse of this industry than our CEO, Corey Wood. It's just it's amazing, Craig. So it's really cool, and, uh, and you like him. And I want Very one of those cool. in my hands i'm jealous man a nice glass of vino I- hey it's a, it's almost 10 o'clock here so i, I put it off as long as like yeah you're you're more than welcome <laughs> this is the radio you can enjoy yourself real quickly craig the housing market down there as you heard Corey here we're the housing market we are still expecting it to increase and we're not looking for that to change anytime soon how about down in in uh, woodstock atlanta um you know all you know all, all the places out by where you live the, the areas how are you guys doing uh, we're doing good. I mean, it's not really what I would call a sustainable. Um, I mean, you know, we were up um, over 17 percent as far as uh, property appreciations last month. And, um, you know, as compared to last year, and it, it's not slowing down. Uh, so, yeah, I, it sounds like it's very comparable. But it, I mean, it's a hot market. It's a crazy market uh, as far as going back to, you know, the why we talked about the appraisal gap thing, because I mean, it is, 
it's it's not the easiest thing right now to buy a home just because of the lack of inventory. So it just makes the whole supply and demand is just um, really creating a lot of interesting uh, a lot of interesting times. And I feel bad, you know, for like especially for first time homebuyers. No, it is tough, and you know there are programs out there for first time homebuyers. We do take take care of them, as you know. And uh, Craig, what did you think about that appraisal program? I mean, you got a little bit of a taste of it. How does that sound? Oh, I love it. I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it makes sense um, on so many different levels. Of course, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't even realize like the way that you and I do, people that are in the business, just how big of a deal that that is, and how huge it's going to be for people who are actually coming in and looking to buy. So, no, I think that sounds fantastic. You use the word invaluable, and I, and I would say to have that knowledge up front, and especially as a listing agent, to be thinking, you know, I got an, I can go to my sellers right now and tell them, this offer right here, we're going to close this in 20 days. And the, the sellers don't care, they don't pay for the appraisal, but to tell a seller, we're going to close this in 20 days, I got a great buyer right here, he's already pre, fully pre-qualified. I mean, it really is invaluable. I'm super excited about it. I'm, I'm talking to my realtors about it every day. Pretty soon I'll probably be dreaming about it, who knows, but it's a pretty cool thing i'm gonna i'm gonna be pitching the uh powers that be in my company about it now yeah well i like it yeah it is it is something special and i think it's something that uh that will help us during during this time because like Corey said if you can survive the next few months in our industry you'll make it And, and right now it does come down to interviewing properly and properly conveying things to your audience and that that proper conveying things is letting them know like you know I had someone in the other day like why should I refinance right now this is ridiculous I said why I pulled out his credit report while his car payment we looked at like four credit cards and I said you eliminate all that debt okay your mortgage payment is going to go up about $45 a month but based on what I'm seeing her it's going down about $380 a month based on paying all those things off. And you're using the equity. And yeah, that, that 5.5 interest rate might look a little bit high to you, but you're telling me those credit cards with over 20% APR doesn't look high to you? Yeah, and, and, and I'll just I'll go ahead and piggyback on that, man. I had the same thing. I actually did a loan for somebody. Um, I, it was just a year and a half ago. He bought the house. And sorry, I got to... <laughs> <laughs> got a cat. It's okay. We, we got room for another guest. Right. Yeah. We got, we got another guest, but, um, but basically it was the same thing. They were t- you know, he didn't want to give up. Like I got him into the house with 3%. He didn't want to give that up. And I was like, man, what's it doing for you? You know, what's that 3% mean to you? And it just goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show in that, you know, you don't, you don't write a rate, you write a payment, you know, as far as, 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 every month so that the rate doesn't do anything for you. And also the equity that's building in these houses right now with this rapid appreciation is also doing nothing unless you sell or if you take some cash out. So uh, if people can just get past that, you know, and it's just a, it's a, it's a brain block, 
you know, as far as um, the bragging rights for a good interest rate. But that's all it is, is bragging rights. Yeah, I mean, it's all about what you can save and what can make your life more tenable or make you happier, take more vacations. And you get rid of these high interest bearing credit cards and accounts. It's going to help you out tremendously. And and I think that is the kind of, you know, where the business will still be okay. And also, as you mentioned, you know, the, the equity that is still getting, getting, you know, going up in your house. And Corey has done tons of research, says it's a, it's about a three-year average that we see a drop in interest rates, a change in the market, a slowdown in inflation. Yeah. It's about every three years. So you buy the home now. About three years from now, you'll have a ton of equity, more than likely, and you refinance, and the rates are probably a little bit better. You know, there's no guarantee on that, but based on history, that's what we have seen. So things, you know, where Corey said we could be up in the mid-sixes by July, by midsummer, that's a possibility based on where we're right now. But just hang in there and don't give up on it again. The number one thing is when you go to interview your potential prospective lender, ask them about payment. I want the lowest payment possible. And they'll show you, you'll you'll have a rate attached to it. But really, again, it is about payment. Craig, final thoughts. Um, You know, I mean, you just, you, you did a really, really great job just now. I mean, because it's, again, it's, it's about payment. It's not about rate. We are in a crazy, crazy volatile market, but and a lot of what Corey said, I agree with as far as um, also like just hang in there. You know, these things, everything's going to settle down. You know, the interest rates are going to settle down and uh, the, the property values are going to settle down. Uh, so that way there's not as many bidding wars and, and, and the need for these appraisal gap clauses and things like that. So everything that we're going through right now, yeah, it's a little it's a little weird, even for people who are in the business. But it, but it's it's going to settle down and and things are going to be back to normal. So, you know, for people who are, are looking for a house, keep looking for a house. You know, I mean, and for people who are considering refinancing, it's not a bad idea because you can put your equity to work. I couldn't have said it any better. It's outstanding. And Sam, the last question I'm going to answer, which is which is kind of funny. Sam, no, nobody's guaranteeing anything. You don't guarantee. You know, we, we say we, we're using facts based on history. But again, nobody's guaranteeing. That. The only thing Craig and I will guarantee is as you get older, you will have more procedures. That's just part of the game, right? <laughs> he is Craig T. Berry, branch manager of Copia Home Loans, Woodstock, Georgia. If you are anywhere in that part of the country, matter of fact, if you're anywhere, uh, give me a call. I'll get a hold of Craig to see if he'll talk to you. Craig is a celebrity in his own right. And like I said, in all seriousness, publications all over the place. This guy knows the business better than anywhere else, anyone that I know, other than maybe Corey Wood. And as always, my friend, appreciate you and, and greatly respect you joining the show and, and being with us. Hey, thanks for having me on, Brian. It was good being on again. It's been too long. Let's do it again soon. We're going to do it again soon. Get that fun together with your girl and get your ass out here. I can say that on the radio, by the way. And get out here and visit us, man. And uh, we'd love to meet you in person. Finally, we've been friends for like two years now. Maybe I think it's three years with the show. Craig T. Berry again. Appreciate you, my friend. Glad you're back in action. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. Again, Craig T. Berry, branch manager at Acopia Home Loans, joining us today on Rent It, Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. Hey, we're here every Friday, same time, 6 to 7, KSHP, 1400 AM. I am Brian Feldman. Look forward to seeing you next week. Who's our guest? Well, you got to stick around and find out. Uh, We'll be back. We appreciate you. And again, um, please be safe out there. You've been listening to Rent It, Buy It, Refi It on KSHP, 1400 AM. 
If you own or plan to own a home in the state of Nevada, make sure to check out Brian, Louie, and the rest of the Residential Bank Corp crew, along with the mortgage and real estate industry leaders and experts every Friday night at 6. Remember, if you're looking for any information regarding mortgage programs, go to residentialbankcorp.com or give Brian Feldman a call personally at 702-964-5720. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time.